want to have a chat about what happened at Toto and <laughs> I, 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 this is so bad and in, in part it's actually appalling and then the fact that it's at a Toto concert uh, and I love Toto but Toto are like the epitome of soft rock you know so this was not at a Metallica concert um, this was not at that new fandangled hip-hop stuff that the kids are into um, this was at a Toto concert where the opening act was Jefferson Starship and they go back to the 60s uh, and then Dragon the Kiwi band were the, the very first opening act and then, and then Toto are the headliners Toto as an Africa Toto and uh, Hold the Line Toto and Rosanna Toto and Toto is where people started getting into fights. Toto We've heard allegations of the New Plymouth concert at the beautiful Boulder Brooklands that, I mean, get this, at least 20 men were groping and pushing women, and these are in the expensive seats right by the front of the stage at a Toto concert. Toto. Uh, not, as we were saying before, not R&V, not Rhythm and Vines. You know, all the, all the time that we worry about, you know, what the kids are up to and, and how teenagers behave and people in their 20s and, and what they may be ingesting into their systems. And here we have a Toto concert, and, and I, I hate to say it, but it was the baby boomers who couldn't handle their liquor out of control. And it's not just that people were um, falling down drunk. It's that, that there's visible to the band there were men and, and one in particular who was just touching all these ladies and that Steve Lukather who's lead guitarist in Toto some headlines have just essentially said some guy from Toto Steve Lukather's played on more hit records than pretty pretty much anyone in history I mean it's him all over all the Michael Jackson stuff the guy's a bona fide legend so there's Steve Lukather on stage actually threatening to come down and and I think use his guitar to, to whack the guy who was uh, being such a jerk uh, to the ladies down the front. But it wasn't just him. You know, uh, reports of up to 20 guys near the front of the Toto concert in New Plymouth who couldn't handle their liquor and were behaving absolutely appallingly. Now, the rest of the crowd enjoyed it. Toto then went on to play in Christchurch yesterday where I could hear them um, commentating cricket at Hagley Oval and you could, I could, you could hear Rosanna and you could hear Africa and, and hopefully no fights happening there. But I want to hear from you on 0800 80 10 80. As far as being drunk in public, how often do you go to public events and see totally inappropriate behaviour? Because the last thing we want, I would assume for most of us, is that these things become totally dry events uh, and the majority of us can handle our alcohol and can have a good time. Um, so many of us look back fondly at semi-outrageous but mostly well-behaved events where, you know, I, I can remember the first time I went to Eden Park and I was just a child, but people were filling up their entire chili bins with punch uh, and, <laughs> you know, in the chili bin, uh, which obviously you can't do these days. But just think, so we, we don't want to be wowsers and, and to suck all the fun out of public events. But to me, it's, it's quite staggering that, what, 2019, we've got middle-aged people who can't handle their booze because they're so excited about singing Africa. Uh, 0800 80 10 80. How often do you go to public events and see totally inappropriate behaviour? Uh, because for me, it's it's not isolated just to concerts by you know bands who were popular in the 80s. Uh, it's things like in December, I was in Tauranga and with a, with a couple of friends, and we'd been working all day, and we thought we'd, we'd go have a drink afterwards. And it wasn't that late at night. It was probably 10 o'clock. And this was Christmas party season, and there were a group of people who I think had been out on a boat all day. They were, I would have guessed, in their 50s, 
and one of these guys who was as drunk as anything and still being served. I mean, this is the thing. It's still being served. And I wonder whether hospitality staff are actually too nervous to say, no, you're too intoxicated. We're not going to serve you. Um, So there's this guy here and he plonks himself next to us. And I cannot repeat what he said to us, um, but he tried to make a joke, which was essentially about sexually assaulting girls half his age who were at the bar. And, and you're on a knife edge with someone who is that drunk and, and that vile. And this guy's probably got a wife and kids. You know, as I say, he looked about 55, pretty well dressed and had probably consumed, I don't know, 20 drinks. He was slaughtered and still being served. But you're on a knife edge when people are like that because you know that you want them to go away. But you say one thing that just inflames the situation and they're probably going to lash out at you. Uh, so I think that, that we have some issues with regards, not just to a you know, boring, bland statement that we've got issues with regards to alcohol, but we've got issues in regards to not serving people who are clearly intoxicated. Because I saw it at that bar in, in Tauranga. Uh, it clearly was happening uh, in New Plymouth at the Bowl of Brooklyn's. And a year ago, at the Bowl of Brooklyn's for the Brian Adams concert, the number of people who were sliding down that hill and twisting ankles and, you know, and they're, they're middle-aged and they're drunk out of their minds. G'day, Jeff. G'day, mate. How are you going? Doing well. What do you make of all this? Uh, just a couple of things. I went to a, a concert in Christchurch at, uh, at our local PSB stadium, whatever they call it, um, and there were, there were, we went to see Crosby, Stills and Nash, and there were... There were a group of us old music tragics been running forty years to see these guys, and there were a bunch of dudes up in one of the one of the boxes uh, with with collars and ties on, just trashing themselves, no interest in the music at all. Mm. And and the the punters let them know what they thought of them. And after about ten minutes, we just went up and spoke to the manager of the whole event and just said, "We want them out, or to shut up." And he just went there, and all of a sudden the lights went out and they were gone. That's great. That's fantastic. How surprised were you that, that there was actual action taken? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. I, I was surprised. I would have been. I would have been a bit annoyed if it hadn't been. It could be because it was a. It was. It was, it was a reasonably quiet group. Everyone was there to listen and enjoy the music and stuff. But but I, I was really surprised that it happened so quickly. Mm. That just the lights went off and all of a sudden there was nobody in there. Yeah. But the other thing I wanted to mention was. I was in the States and went to a, 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 festival, a music festival in, in um, San Francisco Bay Park, and it's three days of, of the best Americana music in the world, and it's six stages, so six different parks, six different stages. Yeah. Lots and lots of kids there, lots of families, open alcohol, marijuana wasn't legal in San Francisco, I don't know where it is now, but people were smoking it, and the police were going around on horses. I said to this guy who I was quite close and said, This is incredible. You've got a, I couldn't say how many people you've got here. There's probably about 250,000. And I said, I haven't seen any trouble. What's the secret to it? He said, Well, sir, if you make a complaint to us, we go and speak to them. And that's your warning. Everybody knows it's a warning. You don't get a second warning. You come in, you're rejected. If you're carrying on on the way out of strung and disorderly, you'll get to the government for the evening in court the next day. It's like that. And it's personal responsibility. And I'll tell you what, three days of just quite a lot of alcohol and all sorts of things, almost zero poor behaviour. Certainly no sitting on shoulders and waving around and lurching around. Yeah. 
Well, you know what, Jeff? Right. I had a very similar experience at uh, at an event in Australia, deep in the outback, which is called the Big Red Bash. And uh, I went there last year, and John Farnham was the headline act. And, and so this is this is way out in the outback. It's I think it's like sixteen hundred k's west of Brisbane. Uh, so it takes ages to get there, um, but you can bring in whatever booze you want, uh, as much as you want, and and you know the, there are no controls on it, and no bad behaviour. 